You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's not another Buffalo podcast with John. How do you usually cope with these Bills losses? Because I don't, I don't know about you. I myself usually go through some variant of the seven stages of grieving where you basically start with anger and depression and then you end up coping and bargaining and, and eventually get to this place where you can sit and do a podcast, I guess. Ha! I, it's just one of those deals, man. I wish... Why the hell can't we rush three guys and get pressure? Like, why? It's like, you ever watch um, Arrested Development where George Blue Sr.'s crying and he's like, why does Oscar have hair and I have money? Why can't I have money and have hair and Oscar have nothing? And Rando. So bad, dude. It's so bad. Oh my God. I don't even know what I'm saying. (laughs) I I can't close. I can't. I can't. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome to another Buffalo podcast, part of the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. I'm John, and I'm here with my partners in crime, Brando and Patty. You can find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. How are you guys doing tonight? Living the dream. Hopefully uh, better with the Bills coming up against the Jets, man. Hopefully better than we were on Sunday. So Yeah, can't get any worse, that's for sure. Facts. Just hoping for more than six points this week, boys. Like... Even a seven spot. Somewhere between a seven spot and a 40 burger would be nice. Anywhere in between. If you get a seven spot, you should be able to beat St. Michael White here. So, Well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, How did their status drop? Because they were the number one ranked offense, but I would imagine one week. That's basically like a week just off that counts against you. Like, I wonder where their rank is now. They probably dropped like 10 spots at least, I would think. No, I bet you they didn't drop that far. Well, they, they're leading the league in points per game. They were going into that game at 31. So they were at one. Yeah, do you want to know what they are now? They are at 29.4 points per game, which is number four in the league. All right, all right. Only three notches. So they did not drop that much. All right. Thank God for the Washington Redskins and Houston Texans for being really bad. So we could... Uh, Washington football team put another quarter in the jar pack. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> Uh, no, thank God every other team in the NFL decided to score between 10 and 15 points on Sunday this past weekend. It's a weird weekend. I'm actually surprised that we didn't have more red on the scoreboard. How'd we do? Wasn't as much of a wasn't as much of a bloodbath as last week or the week prior, uh, week eight. So week nine, we all picked Buffalo to win and clear the 14 and a half point spread. <laughs> so, yep, uh, we all know what happened there. Carnage. Uh, Cleveland at Cincinnati. We all picked Cincinnati to win, and Cleveland whomped them 41 to 16. <laughs> Good starts, gentlemen. Yeah. All right. So we're all 0 2 to start last week. Then, okay, things we can depend on death taxes and Bill Belichick um, beating lackluster teams. Um, New England at Carolina. New England cleared the spread. Uh, they won 24 to 6. 
Next up, we had uh, the LA Chargers against Philadelphia. LAC was one and a half point favorites in that one. They won 27 to 24. So we all won that one. So we're all two and two at this point. And this is where we made our money, or at least you guys did. I did not. Um, Arizona at San Francisco. Pat and I picked San Francisco due to Arizona's injuries. We shouldn't have done that because Arizona won 31 to 17. Brando Cole McCoy says, baby. <laughs> Longhorns. <laughs> and then the last game on the schedule. Who would have thought? Pat. Pat with the standalone win in this one. Tennessee at, at the Rams. The Rams dropped a deuce, and Matt Stafford looked like last last weekend's Josh Allen in that game too. So the Rams did not clear the seven and a half point spread and Tennessee won 28 to 16. I don't know what's going on with Tennessee. I, I see a mediocre team pull out wins every single week with them. And I don't know what happens. It's Vrabel. He's like a savage, man. <laughs> never give up. And I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like that's giving them too much respect. But, well, I think they lost to uh, a I terrible agree. team and then they got on a roll and hopefully, I mean, us losing to a terrible team will get similar results, you know, I mean, fingers crossed. The Steelers also won 11 in a row last year. What? Oh, they went, they went 11 in a row. Yeah. Do you think that there's any teams that are looking that have really, really good records that are looking at a similar Steelers implosion this year? Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee? Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Cincy, I think they're going to be, you know, they'll be all right with Joe. But, well, they threw the ball 12% more. Tennessee threw the ball 12% more this week without Derrick Henry in their lineup. And I think that extra weight on Tannehill is going to wear him out when he threw for like 120 yards. So they're not winning these games decisively, even if the scoreboard says they are. Uh, So that'll catch up. It's it's weird. They find ways to win. It's even... Even before it was earlier in the season, I watched their whole game when they played uh, Seattle, and that was that crazy game where they were down a bunch of points and then went into overtime. I don't. I still don't know how they won that game. It was it was incredible. They were down two or three scores uh, in in the fourth quarter. In that one, Tannehill's stats are so bad too. Like he's literally eleven TDs, eight picks, eighty nine point two rating. Like that's warranting like a seventy seven overall in Madden. But and, and they have Adrian Peterson, who's so old. What is he? What is Ryan Tannehill's Madden rating? I bet you he's an it's, it's, it's Dude, no, it's like him and Josh Allen are both like 88, which is like, I mean, disrespect. Really? Yeah, but um, I mean, also you're leaning on 86. Adrian Peterson. He's an 86. Who like, I mean, and AP. Allen was an 88, yeah. In AP's first game, he was playing against Pat Sertan and Antoine Winfield's dad. And now both dudes are like in the NFL. So it's like, I mean. No, but Tannehill, dude, he's literally, he hasn't thrown for 300 yards in a game this year. Oh, he did. Okay, one time. Was that against like, the uh, Seahawks? Seahawks, yeah. Yeah, no touchdowns. Okay. No picks, no touchdowns. Yeah, but, but listen, guys, a broken clock is right twice a day, and Ryan Tannehill just checks his watch at the right time. So, like, we'll just see what's going to happen the rest of the year. I guess so. Someone's got to change him to military time. But <laughs> anyway, overall, uh, our records are looking like this, Pat. 500 week was good, so you didn't drop it all. Pat's 20 and 28. I'm 26 and 22. I'm getting closer to 500. I'll see you soon, Pat. And Brando is <laughs> is taking a commanding lead at 29 and 19. So he's three games up now. Gained another one on me this week after two last week, and we were tied the week before. So One a week, man. That's all I need. We got a good slate of games this week, so let's, let's go ahead and uh, take a look at these. And God, I hope we don't jinx the Bills again. 
All right, here we I'm gonna go. pick against them, dude. You guys can pick. I'm gonna pick against the Bills for the rest of the year. <laughs> Time for the guys to pick their picks in the pick six pickums. All right, boys. It's another double digit spread which means curse time. I hope no one went on the Madden cast this week. I don't even think they're, I'm sorry, Madden cast. I think they were Madden, off. Madden cast. Yeah, they were off this week. Yeah. But Working hard these days. I hope they yeah. do every week next year. That'd be really nice. Yeah, But Josh Allen never goes on the show again. Yeah, no Buffalo. Yeah. Oh, no, so. exactly. Yeah. For sure. But anyway, Buffalo is 12 point favorites in this one, despite it being in the Meadowlands against the New Jersey Jets. Uh, Brandon, what do you think? Do you think they're going to clear clear a 12-point spread? I don't know, man. Mike White is just like, uh, I just can't get over him. Like, he was playing not that terrible when, before he got hurt. So I'm hoping that this, like, saint from Jesus Christ doesn't step on the field again, and I hope it's Josh and not Mike. But if we can get our offense right it's against this team i said this last week but i mean the jags and the jets both are like one and two of the worst defenses statistically in the league they don't cover the pass well their secondaries are bad and we scored six points so we'll see what happens i said check out for Diggs last week i mean he had what 100 yards yeah i want to see another big game from some of these guys like give me a give me a franchise performance here like we need it yeah. So give me the bills. Give me the bills to cover, but I'm skeptical. All right, Pat. Uh, well, just realize that your pick is or it, the bill season hinges on your pick. So it does. With it that being hinge- said, are, are the bills going to clear this 12 point spread? Well, I mean, if you guys have ever watched the movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, in the song Man of Constant Sorrow, they um, talk about Western Kentucky. And, um, you know, that's where Mike White actually went to school. So I think that Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier and Brian Dable are men of constant sorrow winning, but not covering the spread. I like it, dude. I like it. That's good. We're not cursed this week. So 12 points is a lot. That means that's good. That's good. That's good. That means I can pick the bills to clear the spread. So everyone knows that we have no idea what's going to happen this game. So we all have this idea of what we'd like to happen. And I guess somewhere in between what I'd like to happen and what I think is going to happen, I'll I'll predict that, (laughs) you know, this is a get right game for the bills. The offensive line got the kick in the keister that they needed to step it up. Spencer Brown's coming back. Dawson Knox practiced. Um, Don't know if he'll play yet or not, but I'm, I'm hopeful. And even without, if, if he doesn't play, you know, I I think that, you know, guards got to play better anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a get right game for the offensive line. I think they bounce back. And I think that since Mitch Trubisky's still on the COVID list um, and they're they're pulling up Davis Webb again this week from the practice squad, I think they keep Josh in the game later, even if they're up by a lot. So I, I think that they run up the score to make a point and they clear that 12-point spread. So that, that's my hope and slash prediction. But One in the same sometimes, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 we're sure as hell not unbiased <laughs> double negative but anyway next up we got uh atlanta going into dallas dallas is nine point favorites in this one uh brandon what do you think about this game nine's a lot to give up what was the result last week from atlanta didn't we have them on the slate yeah they the won dude they, they beat they what, won. the saints Who right they beat? 
They beat Saints, the Saints, I think. but it was like they came back at the end there because yeah. the Saints and Trevor Simeon tossing it around. I mean, yeah. So I don't know. Dallas didn't look that great last week, and nine points is a big, big point total in the NFL. So I'm going to take Atlanta and the nine, but I don't think they're going to win. I would pick Dallas to win, but I would have to say, you know, give me the nine. Ugh, Brandon, you and I think too much alike. Um, uh, I literally had the same thing written down. Like yeah. Atlanta's been playing teams close this year. Like they almost every been. single one of their games has been close. Like they don't get blown out very often, and they don't run people out of the building. So I thought that that was a good pick, especially with Dallas didn't look like themselves last week either. So and and CD Lamb didn't score any fantasy points, so that that hurt a little bit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if. Based on how these last few weeks are have gone in the NFL, like good teams haven't been blowing out bad teams, so I, I'm inclined to pick Atlanta on that one. But Pat, what do you think? Well, I mean, I feel like I have. Is to. Dak Prescott the best quarterback in the NFL? Pat? I, that's what I was gonna say, dude. <laughs> like, I can't let down. I can't let down my dad. I can't let down Jimmy Pulliam. At this point in the season, I'm gonna have to pick the Cowboys. I just, I have people riding on it, and. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta pick him to win and cover. Like I, I'm gonna ride the Dak train, whether I was assigned to ride it or not. I'm, I'm on it. So. <laughs> Trains leaving the station with or without you, man. That's good. All right. Next up, we got Kansas City going into Vegas. Kansas City's two and a half point favorites, despite it being in Vegas. Brandon, what do you think about this one? They're both five and four and five and three. So this is a this is a big game for both of these teams. Division matchup. What do we got for the point spread? Kansas City's two and a half point underdogs. No, two and a half point favorites. Two and a half point favorites. Point favorites. It's giving up two and a half. You know what? I I can't. That's a, that's a low number. So I I have to take Kansas City giving up the points. Uh, if that number was higher, I would consider it. I think it'll be close, but I don't see. Las Vegas covering. Patty, Patty, what do you think about this matchup? Well, had Derek Carr not laid a gigantic dookie um, on the field last week, like that was probably his worst start of the year, um, unfortunately. So, I mean, I as much as I want to pick them and as much as they're a great story and hopefully former NFL MVP, Derek Carr proves me wrong, but like he's one of those guys like Sam Darnold, like once he gets on a train of not doing well, it's hard to, uh, hard to get him back on track. Gun Casey. Yep. I don't know. Like for whatever reason, like at the front half of the season, I really didn't think Las Vegas was for real and I'm, I'm still on the fence about it, but I mean, they're one of those teams that has five wins in the AFC. There's, eight of them now, I think. So I don't know. I kind of like Las Vegas in this one. Derek Carr, I don't want to say he's too underrated. I think he might be a little bit underrated based on how he's looked this year because he's definitely had bad years. He's he's definitely been an up and down quarterback. And I would put him like in that tier above Kirk Cousins. Who else? Yeah, he's like Teddy Bridgewater. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of like he reminds me of Joe Flacco in certain years. Yeah. Not when Joe Flacco was going off. Like I think he's better. It was than like Joe we're Flacco, sitting here, we're sitting here having this debate about is Joe Flacco elite, you know, and um, you know, it's Joe Flacco had a little bit more around him, I think. But yeah, yeah, no, I th- I think Derek Carr is is really good at reading defenses. He's got a nice, he's got a nice arm. So, for the record, in this debate, I've never one time ever thought Joe Flacco was an elite quarterback. Me either, dude. Same same with Eli Manning. 
but I, you know, hey man, they, no, got, no, they got rings. No, you went too far, man. You went too far. Okay. Do not Eli slander Manning. Eli Manning in Buffalo. Do not do it. Do not do it. He is he is the chosen one. I'll die on the hill. <laughs> He's the chosen one. Great quarterback, but was he like it depends on what your definition of elite is. I mean, he, being the highest paid player in the NFL ever yeah probably i'd say that would be kirk cousins was the highest played nfl player earnings, for a right? stretch didn't there didn't we do that the earnings there yeah no it's yeah. eli's that has yeah. the largest amount of career earnings so if, if that's not an indication right. he was <laughs> at one time average annual value was the highest paid player in the nfl which also kurt cousins was you know in that weird time before this generation of quarterbacks got their contracts so i, I don't know but yeah dude it's He's got the best like top highlights out of him, Peyton or his dad. Like, no, he does. He's he's got he's got some crazy plays, and he he made it happen when it counted. So, and he still has his hair. <laughs> it's true. Anyway, so yeah, I'm going Las Vegas in that matchup. I I like picking against you guys when I can. I, I think this one I'm a little bit inclined to pick Vegas in this one. And again, it's a good like, spot if you're trying to get a game on us. That's it might be. I don't know. I don't know what to think about Kansas City either, because this is if history tells us anything, even if they're having like a weird midseason struggle, which maybe you can compare it to like two or three years ago, I guess. But it's it's hard to bet bet against Patty Mahomes. I mean, he's been struggling lately, but he's still Patrick Mahomes like any any game he could return to form like. And it's the same thing with Josh. Like we all know that, you know, on on Sunday, Josh could have a game like he had against the, the the Seahawks last year or the Rams or something like that. Like that could happen on any Sunday. So I think the same is true for for Patrick Mahomes. So I, I guess I'm just hoping that it doesn't. But. I mean, and I hate to say it, and I, I feel bad for both parties involved, but I mean, the Raiders are down their number one wide receiver as well. So I mean, maybe that's something to consider. But I mean, their number one is what they got Zay Jones. Oh, dude, Zay Jones wouldn't be number one on the Oakfield, Alabama JV team, bro. <laughs> I was going to say, Brandon, you're hurting your cause there. <laughs> I don't know. Is Calvin Benjamin still free agent? Maybe they might want to sign him. He was the tight end at one point for the Giants, right? Yeah, yeah. He was in camp with them this year. Anyway, <laughs> on to the next matchup. We got New Orleans heading to Tennessee. Tennessee is three-point favorites in this one, and... We'll just call that a home spread, so it's essentially even. But, Brandon, who you got in this one? Man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a coin. I, I'm not going to... I took the, the Saints to, to win last week. I don't and know what Trevor the Saints Simeon, are this year. Oh, my goodness. I don't like that guy. Trevor Simeon was just like... Ugh, ugh. <laughs> but The Saints were hard to predict before they lost their starting quarterback. They were. And now they and have now, a backup, and now they're harder to predict. Like, I feel like they were like what the Falcons were at the beginning of the year. Like, you never know what you were going to get. Kamara should be good. He should be better. And Tennessee should be worse. They should. I feel like they should be flipped in where they are relative to their seasons so far. I mean, the Saints are right around 500 with a couple of wins and a couple of big losses. I, I think they're five yeah. and three, too, right? So they're only a game back or two games back of each other. But no, I'm going to take uh, what's the points? Three points for Tennessee. Yep. Uh, give me the points, man. We'll see what happens. Brandon going with New Orleans. We'll see what happens. Petty, who you got? Tanny Wheels. Tanny Wheels. Tanny Wheels. Line him up at wide receiver. He played it at A&M. Tanny Wheels. Titans cover the spread. 
by a ton. I forgot he plays receiver. You know, it's funny. He doesn't really look like a receiver. That I've seen them roll him out and like do one of those quarterback, uh, you know, like receptions kind of thing where they're doing a trick play, and he does not look very coordinated. I like. I might have to see some like old highlight clips of him at receiver. Dude, you can. He has some good highlights, dude. Like I swear, dude. Like he does. But how fast was he? Like, because he does not look fast. No, nah, he's there. like four or five, and he's faster than Josh. Really? No way. Uh, I have a hard time believing that. Yeah, he ran like a four or five. I mean. It's like Josh ran a deceptive four seven. Josh Allen forty but. time. Ryan Tannehill kind of looks like that. Ryan Tannehill kind of looks like those robots from that Will Smith movie. It's four seven, dude. I'm telling bit. you. Josh Allen he looks like Daniel Tosh, official dude. four seven six. Ryan Tannehill forty yard dash time. What do you got? What do you- he looks like Daniel Tosh and Lane Kiffin. It's four five. I'm I, I'm pretty sure he's a four five. Four six five. Four six five. Yeah. No. Oh, four, six, five. Okay. That's not, they're pretty much the same. <laughs> yeah, the tenth of a second <laughs> difference. Hey, it's a big difference in a four. Sorry, I took offense to that comparing any sort of league where Ryan Tannehill is better than Josh Allen and something. It's just like, yeah, no, can't, makes can't me tolerate angry. That, that kind of slam. <laughs> yeah. We don't tolerate that kind of slander on this show. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going Tennessee on this one again. I think that New Orleans, I mean, they got Alvin Kamara and uh, Tennessee doesn't have Derrick Henry right now. Like, Matchup wise, you think you should pick the Saints, and, and they've they've not been rolling, but they've been having strong games. But again, I don't know what it is. Tennessee keeps pulling out games, and they all they look like a mediocre team every single game, but they just hang around and somehow find a way to win. So I gotta go. I gotta go with them, even despite the three point spread. But anyway, next up, this is a this is a game that I put on here, kind of because of the spread. And also because I'm interested to see what you guys think about Pittsburgh after how they've been doing the past few weeks and pulling out a couple wins. Um, Detroit going into Pittsburgh uh, as eight-point underdogs. So Pittsburgh are the favorites in that one, obviously. Uh, Brando, who's your pick? Are you are you going to homer in this one? Yo, can, uh, can, can Pat pick this game first? Sure. I want to hear what he has to say. Sure. Can you uh, repeat the uh, <laughs> I was looking at Ryan Tannehill's amazing stats where he had 850 yards as a true freshman in the SEC. As a receiver? Wide receiving. Wow. Yes. But All right. Um, so what's the matchup again? Sorry, I was, I was distracted by Tannehill's greatness. <laughs> Detroit at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is eight-point favorites. Oh, man. You know, I, I like Dan Campbell so much, too, man. Like, that's the thing. Like, I... If Dan Campbell was my boss, I would work so hard, man. Like he's just a great dude. I can't, I can't say that enough. But you know, you know, it's kind of like when you, you, a girl asks you to go out on a date, and you say you're, you're great. You have great personality. You're a great person. It's just, uh, it's not, not going to work. work. Out. So, um, <laughs> you know, hopefully they keep it close. I want to see Jared. Jared, you know, deserves that first one without Sean. You know, I think they're on a first name basis. Maybe they're on a last name basis now, but. <laughs> Brandon, do you want me to do my pick first so you can have the, uh, yeah, the last hurrah on this one? I feel out, like yeah. I feel like you've got something better to say than I do. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to steal your thunder because if you're going with the upset, I'm going with the upset too on this one. I think that an eight-point spread with a Pittsburgh team that might still win is is looking pretty fresh. You have an eight-point spread? That's what it yeah. is you got? Yeah, I got eight, eight and points. a half here. Okay, that's yeah. okay. But more I'll than a touchdown. Eight. So that yeah. that little half-point hook doesn't matter as much when it's eight and a half versus yeah. like seven and a seven half. Seven and a half, yeah. But yeah, no, I like, I, I'm I'm picking the upset. I think that Detroit's overdue. I, I think that Dan Campbell has them playing above what they're 
what their poor roster is like above their talent level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're playing yeah. at their ceiling, but their ceiling isn't that high. So correct. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, no. fair. that's fair. And I don't know how Big Ben is still playing somewhere in. You know. Dude, did you see? He had a legendary as the game was on the line. It was like third and third and a yard and a half, and they needed Ben to get the first down. They ended up like kicking a field goal to win it. But like, dude, Ben ran a read option. He went like, dude, he went like half a yard and just like bailed, just bailed, just straight up, just like fell on purpose. He's like, I'm not getting hit. I'm not going to get the first down. Like, <laughs> I saw another play that he threw it away on like fourth down. <laughs> Just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damage control. <dude. laughs> nah, we just want to go home now. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. No, I'm going to take the, the Lions and the points also. Uh, it could go wrong. What do I know? Lions are throwing it to pylons out there. Jared Goff sucks anyways, but he's got no receivers. His O-line's a little bit better than it was when Matt Stafford was there. Uh, the defense, Dan Campbell's a defensive guy, and I think he's got enough band-aids on to hold them together for like one game. I don't think they're going to go 0-16. They're not as bad as the 0-16 Lions uh, were when they drafted Stafford. But if you're going to give them eight points here, I think they'll keep it close. They're going to lose, but they'll take the I'll take the eight points. Yeah. I think that, I think that's a good pick. I, I was hoping no one else was going to pick Detroit alongside me on that one, but no, obviously you're, you're too smart, Detroit. Brando. But maybe not. Maybe maybe Pat's going to Pat's going to outsmart us on that one. But next up, uh, last game on the spread, we got or last game on the docket. I guess we're picking spreads. Um, <laughs> last game on the docket, we got Cleveland going into New England, which I think is going to be a pretty entertaining game. I'll have to look at the time that that one's. I might want to catch some of that. But New England is two and a half point favorites in this one. Brenda, who you got? It's uh Sunday. At one o'clock, so it's the same time as Bill's Jets game. Oh yeah, then I will not be watching it. This is tough <laughs> because I feel like I would take Bill Belichick over Baker Mayfield here, especially with Chubb and Hunt being out. Um, and Mac Jones is going to have some issues. I really hope that the guy that almost murdered a quarterback with his helmet, you know, avenges his defensive end brother and in what Mac Jones did last week with the ankle roll. So I think oh, yeah. uh, Miles Garrett is going to have a day. But I just, you know, I think I'm going to take Bill Belichick over Baker Mayfield by taking the Patriots here um, because I don't really think Baker is going to be the solution long term. But this could be a good game. I, I think this could go either way. But I'm going to take the Patriots. Nice. Patty, what about you? Well, you know, before Kevin Stefanski last year, um, the last Browns coach to win a playoff game was Mr. William Belichick. Um, I think he owns the Browns. He was the Browns. He will beat the Browns and cover the spread. Um, you know, and it sucks cause like Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb had like a crazy game last week too. And he just gets hurt like at the tail end. Like, I don't know, just bad luck. Browns have had like what really happened last luck. year too. He comes off like one of the best games of his career and then he misses the rest of the season. Well, Cleveland is really interesting right now. Um, I kind of wrote them off a few weeks ago as being one of those teams that was just going to fall behind in a densely packed AFC. Yeah, give them credit for banking it through some of that and, and pulling out a win last week when 
none of us thought that they were going to. We all picked Cincinnati in that game. Dude, that and I hemmed and hard. I was so mad. It wasn't even close. That's two weeks yeah. in a row I got burned by the Bengals, and that's that's enough for me, man. Fool me one time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Watch th- this week, they'll <sighs> you know, they'll return to form exactly when we know. Thank God we're not picking the Cincinnati game. Actually, Cincinnati's on a bye this week because I, I have Jamar Chase in fantasy and I'm gonna have to sub him out. But also, Brandon and I playing each other in fantasy this week. Yeah, I'm, so I'm be... like praying, man. I it's rough. This could my playoff chances. I have not been respected by this ESPN app since I started, and uh, sitting at five and four with what one, two, three, four, five, five and four teams in our league. It's not looking good. I got a fourteen percent chance to make the playoffs. Um, so we're gonna see what happens. We'll see. Uh, it could be a fun little thing we got here. So we'll have to I believe help. in you. It's rough. You had Derrick Henry get injured too. So that's that I've help. lost a lot of games by one point or less. Yeah. Uh, well, at least you traded away Saquon Barkley right before he got hurt. Yeah, well, I got him for Henry. So <laughs> true. Well, <laughs> bought a couple you bought a couple what of comes weeks. around, goes around, right? Yeah. But anyway, um Cleveland is interesting this year. I I don't know. I feel like I'm inclined to think that teams when they, so they've had this whole drama with Odell and stuff like that. Um, I don't, I kind of predicted that the Raiders were going to have a couple of tough weeks after Gruden left because you think that a sudden change within an organization like this would, would, you know, the amount of things that need to happen for an organization to function at a high level, like everything needs to be in place so much to like translate onto the field on Sunday. It's so hard to win games in the NFL that I, you know, I picked against them that week and, I think there was another situation like that that I picked against a team, but I'm going to pick with them this week because I, I think that for whatever reason, like when when players know that they have to step up, you know, because and, and, and you know, there's a lot of noise going around on the outside. I think players are sometimes pretty good at drowning that out. So I'm going Cleveland on this one. I think that they, I mean, they're going to be fine without Adele. It's not like they were targeting him last week anyway. And or ever, you know, I, I, I can't pick, I can't pick with macaroni Jones looking like Pat cap out there with the Gator roll. So, yeah. Hey, speaking know. of fantasy, Johnny, I'll trade you Aaron Rodgers straight up for Lamar Jackson since he's sitting on your bench. I mean, if you're, if you're interested, I don't have Lamar Jackson. Oh, that no. trade didn't go through. No, got you. So would you rather have as your quarterback, Baker Mayfield, Mike White, or Aaron Rodgers not playing this week? So, <laughs> Jordan well, Love. I mean, I don't know. I, I want to have faith in Jordan Love and the Seahawks defense is terrible. But is you know, is Rodgers playing this week? Do we know? He's still out. Like, no, I thought he had to be out, out for two weeks. He's still out. Okay, yeah. that's just. I had a question about that for my Brando bets. I wasn't sure yeah. if he was in. Yeah, Aaron. Yet. Aaron will probably drop a new podcast with Joe Rogan like the day before the game. Yeah, you because know, he doesn't care about team distractions <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah. But. Go do Jeopardy, man. Yeah. You can get your fame. It's cool. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, Stay away from one side or the other, right? Everybody loves Jeopardy. Yeah. Don't be polarizing. Get, get the camera on you at all times, just like you want. That's fine. They'll let them stay. You know, we'll look at you from 7 30 <laughs> to 8 o'clock on weeknights. Yep. Yeah, there you go. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll get into some Brando's bets. So uh, watch out for that. Tell Tony. <laughs> Tell your mailman. Time for Brando's Bets. 
financial advice, please gamble responsibly. Well, 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 we have faced another week of utter pure disappointment, utter incompetency based on our teams that we were expected to win. Um, John, are you are you picking up sports betting at a wrong time? I I picked it up at the like literally the two worst weeks you could possibly do it. You bought at the peak and we're at the dip, right? We are we're low, man. They kicked us while we're down. The Bills got us. They gave us a nut punch, man. I don't know if I can say that. I should be able to say that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but not. You know, it's tough out no, here. I, I, I'm all right. I I uh, I I only used money that I got from a tip from a from an audio gig that I was doing. So I guess I guess you could say that I still lost out on that. But tip money is good gambling money. Not gonna lie, I've used tip money before. No love lost, um, no love found. You know. It's funny. Also, for those of you who can't see the screen right now, Pat is dressed like Han Solo, rocking an absolutely killer black North Face vest. You know, we're into vest season, Pat, so that's a good choice. That's what I told John. Like, the vest, not to say that I'm a jacket hater, but, like, dude, your arms get so hot when you're wearing a jacket and, like, I don't know, I always have my jacket, like, unzipped and then I'm so effing cold. So, like, the the vest, like, zipped up. The zipped vest, (laughs) it solves all the problems that a jacket brings to the table but speaking of bringing stuff to the table i hope your mailman is not going hungry for the past couple weeks (laughs) we apologize to him or mailwoman uh i don't know that's something you have to take up with the united states postal service yep well they just you know i hope maybe there is like some holiday bonuses coming up here that we can earn them some money back that'd be nice yeah mailmen deserve that they do i agree what do we have we had a four-way parway a four-way parlay last week because we dropped it down from five because we lost two weeks in a row. I think that's what we're sitting at. Um, so this week I'm gonna I'm gonna simplify it again because obviously we pushed our luck. We we hit that one really long parlay and ever since then we've been trying to live up to that. But that's not smart. We got to think smarter, not stupider. Um, so let's <laughs> let's look at what. We're <laughs> Good start to that is using the word stupid. <laughs> let's look and see what we got here for this week now. When we look at game picks, I have three games because they're going to keep it simple, right? Give me the bills, money line. If they lose this, we're just going to end Brennan's bet segment. Just, <laughs> yeah, end it segment. <laughs> I'm going to retire. Like, Cancel yeah, it. We're just done. So I'll bet my career on that. We'll say that. Um, it's going to be like the 10th season of Seinfeld. Have you ever seen the uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where they make the I haven't. I really want to because Larry David is awesome. Yeah, you should watch that. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. No, Kirby Enthusiasm, great show. Well, Larry David better be on this bet then because we are not going to curb our enthusiasm about the Bills <laughs> this week, all right? Like I said, this segment will not exist if we lose this game next week. So, uh, you know, we'll find Brandon somewhere, but not here. Um, so the next part I'm not going to hinge everybody else I'm not hinging this on everybody else it's just the Bills game but next one we're going to go see Mr. Old Man Tom Brady at Washington Uh, we did see this last year this is a rematch of their playoff game in the wild card round that was closer than it could have been 
Um, but the Bucks are rolling right now. Washington does not have the firepower to keep up with them. So give me them on the money line. And then the final one is because of the Cam Newton hate. He did get signed again to replace my broken Sam Darnold. So I'm going to pick against Cam because I don't like Cam. Do you guys know that I like I don't like Cam Newton? Did you know that? <laughs> no, that's very surprising. Yeah. I've never heard that yeah. before. I can't imagine why. Yeah, no. So he's going to go out there and throw his bum shoulder into the ground and... Uh, J.J. Watt on the sideline could probably get a sack just from looking at him on the sideline. doesn't even have to strap up on the field. But um, So give me the Cardinals on the money line. So we got the three-team parlay. Now, this one, you know, we don't really put over-unders in this too often. We did once, and it was, I think we hit the under. But we talked about this game in our picks, the Atlanta at Dallas game. We had Atlanta, what, eight-point favorite or eight-point underdogs in that game, right? That over-under, guess what that over-under for that game is? It's 55, 55 total points. Really? That's a big number. And I would look at the under for that game. Dak did not look good last week, even, you know, quote-unquote best player in the NFL, this nonsense Mikey Sr. is talking about. Um, (laughs) And Atlanta did score, but they didn't play great. So if we're looking at a 28-23 game or 29-24 game, that's a lot of offense. So I would hit the under on that. When you parlay those four things together, we have plus 217 as our odds. So if you were to bet $50, uh, it comes out to uh, $159 winnings. So you would triple up for that, which would be good. We would like to see that. But again, our last couple bets, we've we've hit the games, but there's like one fluky thing that messes up the parlay, right? Like, so... Yeah. yeah, sometimes that one fluky thing is the offensive line of the Buffalo Bills taking an absolute dump. Yes, but. so they're dumping on the segment, <laughs> but they're not going to. Spencer Brown is coming in to to erase the Brown streak left in our underwear last week. So I said it once, and I'll say it again: the Buffalo Bills do not have a bad offensive line. They played badly, and if they play to their ceiling, they're good enough to get it done. I'm not saying they're all pro or anything like that, but good enough to get it done. So we'll see. They I, were good enough to get it done last year. So I think they are good enough to get it done too, and that's why. I'm not worried about this team. So we got, for the recap, we got, John, you got them down somewhere? We yep. Got, we, got, All right. we got Buffalo over New York, obviously. Tampa Bay over Washington. Arizona over Carolina. And the optional fourth leg, um, Atlanta at Dallas, taking under 55 points. And that's $50 to win about 159 and do we have odds to win that as a three leg parlay before the? Yeah, if you take the, the over under, out, it's minus one forty eight. So you have to if you bet fifty, you only win eighty four. So that's why I added in the under. Gotcha. Because it, it really boosts the the odds there, and to to almost increase the odds by three hundred points is worth that. I would say in the parlay. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, gentlemen, I think that's going to wrap it up for this one. Hopefully, Brando's bets goes a lot better this week than it has the last two weeks. We're I feel like we were on a roll there. We were like what five and one at there one for point. a second. Yeah, yeah. And now, we're down, to, we're, now we're down to five and three. Point. We were undefeated at one point too. Yeah, yeah. Brando had some good bets. We we sounded like we knew what we were talking about, but oh, the reality is nobody knows what they're talking about. Well, you know. <laughs> matchmaker matchmaker make me a match you know find me a fine catch me a catch right, pat's got if we don't end this episode soon uh pat's gonna go all fiddler <laughs> on the roof on us. <laughs> all right boys i'll see you here next week hopefully uh we're celebrating the bills win yes yes sir take care gentlemen all right go bills now you're lost.